Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Happiness and Humans. I am your guest host um, today, Pat Phelan uh, from the Happiness Index. Uh, I work in customer success and we are joined today by Matt Phelan. I'll hand over to you, Matt, to introduce yourself. So, Pat, um, we have very similar names. <laughs> you do, yeah. I think for full transparency, um, we should reveal once and for all that um, we're actually unicorns. Um, yeah, no, we must. Um, for those that know Pat and I, um, or grew up with Pat and I, or worked with Pat and I, that um, <laughs> we are brothers and our parents were not very creative in our, in, in our names. So I'm Matt, your normal host, uh, one of the co-founders of the Happiness Index, and Pat, um, who's agreed to come on today and interview me on Cedars because we've been getting loads of questions about that um is my bro an actual bro when people say i work with my bro i actually <laughs> do work with my bro so um yeah thank, thanks for hosting pat and um uh i will hand back to you it's quite nice being the guest and not having to do all the work it's actually quite hard being the interviewer i think but back to you pat the pressure's off i guess yeah it is um so before we get into uh, the main content which is around why the happiness index raising um, or fundraising via Cedars, uh, an important question we like to ask all our guests, which is one you've probably asked a lot yourself, Matt, is what mm. makes you happy? Well, well, I've answered that question lots of times because obviously I answer it to people and, and I'll always say freedom. Um, it's probably why I'm an entrepreneur. It's, it's why I'm friends with who I'm friends with. It's why I, my partner is my partner, which is for me freedom um is the most important thing and yeah. um we know as you know pat and all our customers and listeners know we talk regularly about what the top drivers of happiness are yeah uh, relationships is the number one driver of happiness um, and that is important to me i mean at the end of the day um i work with my brother <laughs> yeah. so when people talk negatively about bro culture which i do think is actually a bad thing um <laughs> working with your bro actual brother um is There's a really two types of bro culture isn't there i think yeah we actually have a different type of bro culture which i think is incredibly um amazing because all the other things in there are like psychological safety yeah and, and all that sort of stuff um, and actually we don't actually come across each other much in our day-to-day -day work uh, on, by design and also um we work in different areas of the business but yeah. for me it's absolute freedom but being able to, to work with you and stuff like that's what's what, what is what makes my life special thank you don't start trying too early though pat i hope mum or dad didn't ask you to say that but no. what i like about the elements you've mentioned there freedom relationships psychological safety these are all aspects we help organizations measure so there's a nice bit of uh consistency in there sell pack if you're listening go to www.thehuffington.com <laughs> and book a demo and our, our cmo carolina keith will think you're amazing we've never done a, a like a salesy bit on here but there you go that nice nice segue yeah um, you're you a better host than me you should host this you should take this uh, over um, i think you're being too kind um so the habits index is fundraising um mm -hmm. there are various ways that companies can do that um we've chosen cedars what was yep. it about cedars matter that we decided to, to go with why do we use that approach mm, good question i mean i helped you write the question so i'm complimenting yeah. myself there <laughs> well that, actually they're, they're questions that come have come in um from listeners but 
Um, it is a good question. And it's something that's it's actually comes from a level of discomfort, which is for those that know the happiness index and listen to the podcast and follow our content and come to our events. The happiness index is all about the people, all about the people, all about the people, all about the people until yeah. it comes to investment. And we've raised over the years about two million pounds worth of investment. A lot of that, um, obviously, myself and Chris Highland, we were entrepreneurs before and sold a business and we were able to support the business in its early days. Um, but it's, I've always felt uncomfortable that we've said that it's all about the people, all about the people, all about the people. But if you want to invest in the Happiness Index, you've got to have £50,000. Mm. And that isn't a number um, that most people uh, have. Um, it's a number that very privileged people have. And um, me and you, Pat, we went to a, a comprehensive school. We didn't have money to buy football boots and all that sort of stuff growing up like other kids. But so I've earned that level of priv privilege through my career to be able to do that and invest in a business like this. But I don't want the happiness index to be like that. Um, so we we looked at crowdfunding. Um, I actually invested myself when my first business was going well in, in a crowd platform called Crowdcube in round one. But for me, what it's about is individuals can invest nineteen pound. Yeah. I think it's nineteen pound fifty five percent is is the small right. amount. And right, yeah. we have people that support the happiness index day in day out that don't work for us. They mm. share our content. They send us leads. They they work. People love the happiness index, and they love our vision, freedom to be human. And many of them work tirelessly, <laughs> and just because they love the work we do, um, and it, and that is a privilege in itself. Um, so we wanted to open it up so that anyone could get involved. Um, yeah. And still, for some people, twenty pounds is a lot of money. Like, it's, it's tough times going on in the UK. Yeah. But we really want to open it up to what we call our supporters, um, which pretty much took us to 100% funding already. So yeah. we're raising about close to half a mil, um, half a million pounds. And we've done that through basically our supporters. So it was about aligning the values of the happiness index with our yeah. funding strategy. And and the other bit, curiosity, you know, I've got, I've got a new kitten here. Yeah. Um, curiosity. Yeah. Uh, our kitten's named after its pronoun, Missy. Um, it was named by my children. Um, so I had no, absolutely no say in it, but she's very cute. And if you're listening and you want to, um, I, I posted a little picture on LinkedIn the other day. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it was slight curiosity. Was interested to see if we could get backed. But I just pulled up the numbers now. We we targeted four hundred seventy-five thousand, um, and we've raised so far four hundred ninety-five thousand. Um, it's still open. It closes on Monday, so you've still got time. It takes. A bit of time you have to go on there and you the think about crowdfunding it's really important that you know I, I i hope the happiness index will be successful and i'm sure it will and we've got some great stuff going on but you have to be prepared that you'll lose your money in any in any in any startup scale up tech startup so anyone is listening it is massive capital at risk but yeah. we're really happy that's that's i just read the number that comes from 202 investors so that's super cool and yeah. when i go down the list when i i can pull that out as a spreadsheet that is people in our community, that's HR directors, that's CEOs, that's entrepreneurs, but it's yeah. also people starting out their careers. There's there's exec level people that have put 20 quid in. It ranges from like 15, 20 grand down to 20 pounds that people have put in. But, yeah. um, and that's a long, long answer, but that, that's why we did it. And that's, I guess that's the beauty of that approach. 
it's it's inclusive isn't it um it's it's redu reducing the barriers um yeah. our community which, and, which is a thing and ultimately long term the hope is that you don't have to compromise your values for a big investor that tells you that you need to do things that you don't agree with yeah um, because all our investors get what we're about they get our values they know that we're not growth at all costs i tell everyone because i've been doing like mini presentations for people if they want to know more it's a bit late for monday uh, unless yeah. anyone listens to this tonight and they want to chat tomorrow which is friday and um, happy to do that but um it's there's there's th other things you could invest money in and make more money from and quicker money the happiness yeah. index built about building an incredible legacy business that um yeah. that gives employees all around the world a voice and we're currently giving millions of people a voice around the world for our customers employees but we want to do way more than that um and that's what it's about yeah i mean i know i'm clearly biased but that that's one of my favorite aspects of working for the habits index is you you're we're help, obviously we're helping organizations as well um create positive change but we're also helping individuals share how they think and feel um and that's definitely something which which motivates me when i work with um customers so that's and there i was there i was thinking it was working with your brother <laughs> well that, that's definitely out there <laughs> the top percentile i would say um so we've spoken about the avenue and the format we're using mm. um to help us fundraise but why are we fundraising what what is the main goal of us going through yeah. this process so the happiness index um we launched our platform neuroscience employee engagement and happiness platform in july and we've we've got um we've got annual recurring revenue up to about a million or it's over that now yeah. um but if you just make make that math simple and you look at our pnl we probably we probably we probably bill about 110 on average about 110,000 pound a month i was in a finance meeting earlier yeah. so that's how much money comes into the business um and a business could just have a budget we could say the budget is a hundred thousand pound a month and we would grow at x level now if you go down like the venture capital route you could bring in like 20 million pounds worth of funding and chuck that into the monthly PL and have massive expenditure above that above what you're bringing in what we're trying to do is a more sustainable approach where we don't just want to grow at the level of um income uh sales because that is going well but we're also up against heavily funded competitors um so we want to find like a little in between where we bring in money um yeah. that um helps us top up on top of the hundred that we bring in organically so it's really about it's really about growth um and our funding total target for the year is about 1.2 so you don't have to be a super mass genius um and i'm definitely not a super math genius i've got c in my gccs but luckily we have the finance team that are way more qualified than me um to look after that but it means that we invest about an extra hundred thousand pound a month um which in business terms is not that much but it's what we think is a nice calculated amount that if there was bad weather in the business environment that we could pull back or or make changes or borrow more money without having to make negative in decisions for our employees so long story short is for growth um but it's it's at a level that we feel comfortable um there's a thing in america called um building zebras not unicorns so unicorns 
like just grow at all costs. We don't want to be a unicorn at the Happiness Index. We want to be what what is called a zebra, which is a sustainable growth business that looks after the community and its employees and its customers in a in a fair and equitable way. Fantastic. It all goes back to our vision, doesn't it? Essentially. Um, yeah. Respect. Do you want to share our vision with uh, people that, have, that that are not aware of it, Pat? Our, our vision is is freedom to be human. Um, so our methodology, certainly part of it, is all built around in order for us as humans to thrive at work, we need to be need to feel as though we can be ourselves. Um, yeah. And so a big part of that is it's a freedom to be human, um, yeah. which plays into every everything everything we do. So authenticity um plays a big part in um not only successful cultures um but also the performance which is a result of having those positive um working cultures so it all goes back to that for us um so matt you've also met you've mentioned the term crowdfunding as well mm. um, and sometimes this can be used interchangeably with other uh methods and you can often see it in in the press and so on but yeah. Can you just really succinctly define what is crowdfunding in your in your eyes? It is. I mean, it is exactly what it says on the tin. It is funding from the crowd rather than the institutions. Yeah. So you've got venture capital, you've got private equity, and now you've got um, crowdfunding, which is supposed to be the more um, like equitable way of doing it. Um, Using a lot of interchangeable terms there, but. Yeah um traditionally we've used angel investors angel investors yeah. is the next step like towards that so we're not going to institutions we're going if you look at most of our two million that we've raised it's from entrepreneurs that started like myself with nothing and have, have done well and they've yeah. seen like me and chris um do that at four p's our previous business and go oh they've done it before they've yeah. built and sold a business i think i'll back these guys because they, they've done it before yeah. they also um they love absolutely love um i mean there's a complete lack of diversity in the founder team because we are um like mates from university um and you're my brother um but in terms of the leadership team and there's nothing we can do about that like that's who we are we founded the business but in terms of the leadership team in the diversity of the team we've got around the world um it's incredible working in a diverse team but extending that out it means you get a diverse uh, background of investor like people from all around the world different backgrounds and, and that's great because like next week i've got the original investors all having them lunch together probably get about 20 of the 50 will turn up and then the new 202 investors i'll put something in probably a big party in september and meet all of them so yeah. that's going to be super cool like there's the age groups there's people like 18 years old in there um i think it's eight, i think it's 18 you can invest but yeah uh, maybe it is 21 maybe 21 but people up to like 75 80 years old so even yeah. on an age diversity perspective gender diversity background color everything it's it's super interesting to open up the business to to new people that want to be involved yeah. and that that is effect, effectively the crowd and the crowd yeah. gives you diversity and that's that for me is personally really important yeah and you're right opening up to a bigger crowd and more diversity it helps with the the cognitive diversity piece as well just getting different ideas yeah um, the more it just helps increase the chance of being even more of a success so 
Yeah, I read um, I read an article about Facebook and it was their biggest regrets that led mm. them to a lot of the path that they've found themselves in now. And I, I just remember reading that one of them is that they only recruited from a small elite group of, of yeah. top universities. Yeah. Um, and I just think that was an incredible learning because yeah. Yeah, that's where you get groupthink, isn't it? And yeah. um, we, we were a threat to that, having... Yeah. founders that were, were mates from uni we didn't go to a top uni no, nowhere near but we could still be in danger of that um but to bring we already have through the leadership team and everything but to bring invested diversity in is also cool so we're not perfect as a company but we are we are trying to practice a lot of the stuff i've learned from shereen daniels um and if you've not read her book uh, which is her book launch this week, The Anti-Racist Organisation, Dismantling Systematic Racism in the Workplace. I mean, that is a shameless plug and it needs to be because that book is incredible. As a, If you're a white person like Pat and I read listening, it will make you feel uncomfortable. It's designed to make you uncomfortable, but I recommend you read it. Um, and my review of it is it will make you a better leader and a better human. And Shireen um, will hate me for saying this, but she should be Prime Minister. She's an incredible human being. But anyway, long another long answer to a simple question. Just on that, Matt, where can people find that book? Uh, on Amazon. Amazon. Get it on Amazon. Yeah, it's published by Wiley. I'll just really say it because I do speak quite fast when I get excited, which is it's called The Anti-Racist Organisation, Dismantling Systematic Racism in the Workplace by Shireen Daniels. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Check her out on LinkedIn. Make sure you follow her. Um, if you i've learned an incredible amount from her brilliant thank you matt for the recommendation no um, and we've you've alluded to this matt already but in terms of how does it work in terms of so someone's listened to this and they said actually this sounds like someone i'd like to get involved with and yeah. uh, be an investor is it a fairly easy process what does that what does that look like well just go to cedars.com s-e-e-d-r-s.com yeah. and go to the live pitches you'll find the happiness index on there yeah um you're running out a bit of time I, I want to do the podcast to really capture the journey um but you need to um, finish up by monday because we've we've actually hit 100 um from going out so yeah. we're not desperate but we are keeping it open and even today um someone's put ten thousand pound in someone's put 500 pound in and someone's put 50 quid in so um if you're interested in the happiness index please do go and check it out um yeah. you can just google cedars and the happiness index and you will get the link um yeah. or, or connect with me on linkedin i've i've been popping it up most days just to, to give people an update so i've been posting the link up but go on there it would basically you have to pass some tests um and they're they're important tests because it's about 90% of businesses fail in the first three years, 95% fail in the first five years. Mm. Um, and the happiness index, I think your chance of failure massively drops second time round. So I think it's down to 50% if you've done it before, which we have. Um, and like I said, like we've got wicked clients and, and we're not a startup anymore, we're a scale up. Mm. Um, but you basically will be asked questions by Cedars, not by the happiness index, to make sure you know that there's a good chance that you could lose your money. And that's not about investing in the happiness index, that's about investing in anything on Cedars, but via crowdfunding. So you'll be asked those questions. Then when you log in, you'll be able to get to see our business plan, our investment summary, our business overview, you'll be able to see the team, 
you'll be a really cheesy video of me that same one that's on our website where joe wedgwood forced me to jump over a sofa uh, <laughs> to make it look cool so just go on cedars check it out um we have to say capital at risk it's a legal requirement of us to say that but i i don't say it because it's a legal requirement i say it because i care about people where they put their money don't invest your last money last pennies and don't invest um don't don't loan money don't loan money to invest in the happiness index like you yeah. should do that for yourself and I, i've personally been selfish i don't want that on, on my conscience yeah but my most advice to people is if you've got money you're looking to invest we'd love you to consider us there's a lot of people pulling out companies that they deem bad employers um there was one investor pulled money out of um tesla because didn't 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 agree with the way tesla treated their employees not got an opinion on tesla myself i always trust the data and we haven't collected data on tesla so yep. big brands get a lot of stuff glassdoor is useful but it doesn't always give you a real clue into a culture so um if you're really looking to invest in a company that care about how employees are treated then um the happiness index is for you but go and check it out we've had to upload all the information the thing about cedars is they make you go through due diligence which means everything that you've put on there has to be evidenced so it's it's a really thorough process so everything you see will have been been through a process okay fantastic some really good and honest advice there matt thank you um it's especially of importance to those who might be completely new to the world of investing um so thank you for sharing that and then last but not least mm. um quite a, a broad question um <laughs> what does the future of thi look like oh so i mean last six months uh and certainly the last three months um mark and caroline our cmo and cro have really got um growth cooking on gas now it's taken a lot of time to get the, the the core marketing like getting hubspot in place and stuff like that they've got a real machine i think mark said in an update earlier i think if you if you added in verbal commitments to the contracts signed uh, we look like we're going to hit our half one target um three months early which is great um still got to get the, get those contracts back but that that's good science um we're really um focused on global growth at the moment um through partners so we I, I don't think it's with the way that we were funded i don't think we'll be be opening up like offices everywhere and having 50 people in each country we're looking for really um aligned strategic partners that can bring us to their customers um and i've shortlisted those and we're we're close to signing an agreement hopefully next week with one of those to take us into 30 different countries and um, which is great um as you know from my ted talk we have 12 million data points on happiness we've looked at about we've we've taken um readings from about a million employees yeah i want that to be way more than that i want to be talking about 100 million data points and 10 million employees and feeds back to what you said pat like it is cool when you're working with an organization and um you see that they're making progress like yeah i mean some of your clients that you work on pat they come to us in a bad place don't they their employees are in a bad place and you work with them and you see you see it improved i mean that is a great, i never had the monday fear like it's a cool thing to be doing i mean i don't know if there's any any specific clients that come to mind that you want to share about that pat that you've, that you've ever seen that on well probably the biggest thing that all of our customers um have 
in consistency with one another. I lost the word there, but they all want to look after their people. Yeah. And make things even better. So regardless of what their culture is when they come to us, they all have the ambition and the goodwill and the intent to make things better for their people, which fundamentally comes back to caring. Yeah. Um, and for for any organization to have the leadership team um have that as a focus um as a have that having that as a foundation that just sets you up for um the best chance for success it's definitely not an easy road because every organization we work with um is completely different different size different sector different challenges different successes um but if that's their north star and it always is yeah. um yeah it, it's only only a good thing and when you when you're having these conversations with customers and you're hearing how much they want to further improve um yeah it's a it's a lovely thing to hear no, i love it pat that, that brings it to life what we do yeah um so i think matt this might be the point where you tell me i've forgotten to ask me questions <laughs> no you just normally thank the guests for being amazing but i'm not going to make you do that <laughs> i'm going to take back over hosting and say pat um thanks for thanks for hosting you you're better at me than it um it's annoying you're better looking than me and now you're better at hosting my podcast so um thank you pat um love to get you back on as a guest at some point as well and um, get some more insight on um what you do with customers and stuff because i think it's super interesting but thanks pat um i don't have professional to say but i love you and um i will <laughs> i was i'll probably call you later when the podcast is up sounds good to me cheers pat cheers matt pleasure see you later